rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Boom. What's up? Hello. Hi. Bienvenue. Welcome. Come on in. Hi, it's Tara Devlin. Hey, guys. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please give the show a good review on iTunes and keep coming back. It works if you work it, so work it, you're worth it. And yeah, work it, you're worth it, and live it. Right. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, it's our regularly scheduled Saturday show. There will be some music breaks in between. I'm still getting used to it. It's kind of annoying. I'm sorry. It is what it is, as Trump would say. You can't even say it is what it is anymore. You can't say very. You can't say like nobody's ever seen. He's ruined everything. He really has. It sucks. And... Yeah, he's just ruined everything. And I bring the receipts tonight. Uh, I was thinking today, well, you know what's really concerning? Well, let me me get through the spiel. But so, all right, we want to have a daily show. So become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We need about a thousand more patrons. This is not an impossible dream. I see other liberal talk shows, independent shows, they... They are, uh, you know, they have a lot of patrons, so we can do it too. We just need to find our audience, and I think we're we're doing that. I won't give up. That's the trick. If I've learned anything in life is doesn't matter, you know, what you do. You just d- never give up. You just keep getting up and doing it anyway. You don't wait for the perfect opportunity. You do it anyway. That's what I do. So we don't wait. We, you know, we're not in the studio, clearly. We're in my house and, well, well, my apartment. And we don't necessarily have the greatest equipment, but we're doing it anyway. And it's, it's a one-man band. So the more people support the show, the better show we will have. And I hope to have more listeners, not just listeners, but guests on the show the bigger the show gets, or the more, I don't know, what do you mean? I mean, I was really happy that we got Greg Palast on the show. That was pretty cool. So hopefully others will follow. And it, it, it all depends on you guys, though. The more people watch the show, the, the more others will want to join us. And I think we're building a pretty cool community. I hate to say it. <laughs> Not that I hate to say it. I like to say it. What am I saying? I hate to say it. It's great. It gets me out of bed in the morning. So thank you. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Haiku. And let's let's get into it because we don't really have a lot of time. On Saturdays, I get a little, I don't know. It's weird because of the music breaks because what it is on progressive voices if you're listening on progressive voices there are commercials on progressive voices because progressive voices i mean it is an example of what we're up against we tried well not me i didn't start progressive voices the people who started progressive voices it's the same people who started air america radio and then they were bought out by 
some right winger. I don't know the whole story. Mike Malloy, <clears throat> we should get him on here one day to tell the story. And they ran it into the ground, these right wingers. And which is what they do. They do that to everything. Everything that they touch turns to crap. So, and I don't know if it was deliberate, but they suck. They don't know what they're doing. Just like they're stinking standard bearer. They're just a bunch of bullshit artists. So, and they're con artists. And that's really what we're going to talk about tonight. And yes, Mike Malloy's been on the show before. Resist, evolve. He says, Malloy on this show would be hella cool. I'm going to ask him. I will ask him. I'll ask him this week if he'll come on the show. It's been a while. So what was I going to say? Then, oh, yeah. So Air America Radio was great. I loved Air America. And, and, but, and it did get a lot of um, listeners. In fact, <laughs> the day, not the day, the, maybe the month, that Mike Malloy, he actually won best talk show in New York. And then Air, that exact week, Air America fired him. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, they're really not setting themselves up for success. So, um, but this is what we're up against. It's the people who started Air America Radio, John Sinton and Reed Haggard, they had an idea to make um, an app. You know, that's how it's going now. Everything's on demand. You go and you, you get an app. And wouldn't it be great to have all the liberal talk shows on this one network uh, where it doesn't, they don't, you know, it's really uh, direct to consumer in that sense, right? Not, not that I know. What do I know about direct to consumer or anything? I'm not a, I don't know business. But they tried to do it just with donations and without commercials and whatnot, and this is the point of the story. And they also went around, the other thing, looking and asking rich liberals if they would invest in this progressive talk, um, medium now. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's what we need. This is what Republicans understand. For, and, and it's why it drives me insane. For, for example, Breitbart, I bring it up. It's the truth. I bring it up to piss you off. The fact is, Breitbart, Andrew Breitbart, the hack, the liar, you know, now burning in hell, he was given $6 million by the Mercer family. This is what they do. That's just to start, Breitbart. And then they pull out all of these, you know, Diamond and Silks and Tommy Lauren and all that. They support their liberal, I mean, not liberal, they support their, their propaganda outlets. Of course they do, because they don't have anything else in reality to boast about. So they have to ensure that they seed the landscape with their bullshit and get people to vote against their own better interests. And that's what we're up against. So we, the, as far as, well, what happened with, um, Air Ameri- I mean, not Air America, with Progressive Voices, they went around and they did pitches to all these rich liberals. And, yeah, uh, nobody really gives a crap. The rich liberals, they're so annoying. They're all, they, they're all about, they would give money to candidates 
and they'll give money to causes. But they don't seem to understand that without a liberal media, all of their candidates and causes won't be successful. This is the point. And that's why we do what we do. We do. So the, the people, we the people, us, you guys, as many people as we can find, we need the normal people of this country to fund the, the, uh, the liberal media, the independent liberal media. And you're looking at it. That is, well, Lee in New York City says, Sinclair Broadcasting is buying small stations to look local and independent while they control the content. Exactly. We've done stories on this as well, where the, they, they seed the different markets with the same script, and they have to run it. And it's, it's pretty goddamn embarrassing, but this is what we're up against. And it's also part of the decline of a, of a functioning democratic republic. And one of the things, I'm not sure, if, maybe we'll see if we get to it. Maybe it's probably, it might be better to do this on a, sh- a weeknight show when we have more time without the tyranny of the clock. Because I just um, got this book and I thought maybe we would read from it. But I'll pro- we'll probably I'll just tease it now because it is probably better. Maybe I'll read a bit from it later. It's called The Twilight of Democracy, The Seductive Lore of Authoritarianism. And I was only reading the first, the introduction, and it's goddamn chilling. Who's it by? Anne Applebaum. So we'll read a little bit about it. But I was reading and I was just like, holy shit, this is like exactly what's happening here. And the woman is writing about the um, what happened in Poland. And, and so now they are uh, under the thumb of an autocrat. They went from a democracy to an autocracy. And yeah, they're f- we'll f- we are following in... Uh, in in the in the autocrats' blueprints, there's absolutely no doubt. This is what we're up against, and which is why you absolutely know <laughs> the f- Trump is saying it. Don't be surprised; he is not going quietly, not at all. When he loses, and he'll only lo- he'll only win if he cheats. That's the other thing. This is what Republicans say. Oh, here comes the music. They accuse the others of everything that they're guilty of. That's how you know them. Hello, I'm Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. If you're on Progressive Voices, come think about joining us on uh, on the YouTube channel at RDT Daily, Facebook and YouTube, or on SoundCloud, iTunes. Stitcher, because the show is kind of be the show that you listen to on Progressive Voices. There'll be more show after Progressive Voices goes off. I know it sucks because they're adding commercial content. It's so annoying. I get it. It sucks. Oh, thank you. Shannon says best show ever. (laughs) I didn't even do anything, Shannon. Thank you. Um, all right, where are we? Who am I? What am I? Where am I? So, yesterday, when Steve Banning, well, he didn't get arrested yesterday, but he's already out 
whining that he's been set up. And if anything, the whole Steve Bannon, uh, the indictment, if that speaks anything, it is that, well, it's what we've been saying forever, that Republicans are con artists. The, it's not just Steve Bannon. The entire Republican Party, all of it, it is a con. From, fr- I don't care if it's goddamn Ronald St. Reagan. They are a party of grifters because they're scamming the American people. They have absolutely no interest in having a functioning democratic republic. They have always been a con. Think about when, let's go back to FDR's day, except FDR called them out. Remember when he, he gave his, the, well, I'm not sure, I think maybe it was the Fallah speech where he said, although I rubbed my eyes when I read it, I was, I heard or I read that it, it wasn't a Republican depression that had kept the American people on the food lines for a decade, but it was a Democratic depression. So, once the, again, back in his day, this is what Republicans do. They lie. They blame their opponents for the very thing for which they themselves are guilty. And if they were a legitimate party, now think of it like this. If the Republicans were, had any interest, if they were a legitimate party and they had any interest in cultivating a functioning society, a functioning democratic republic, they would abandon their bullshit ideology. They, how many times would their bullshit have to crash the economy and until they say, you know what, this isn't working. It's like in, in your own life, in my life. You know, how many times do, do, do I gotta, well, I don't know, drive drunk or something? to figure out this isn't working. There but for the grace of nam Rengeko, nobody got killed. You see? That's the... Normal adults or humans learn and adapt and change. And they get rid of the shit that's not working. But you see, with Republicans, they, this is working. They want you nice and desperate. They want you nice and stupid. They want you nice and fighting amongst each other rather than pointing your anger where it belongs at the top. See, their only interest is to make the rich richer. That's their idea. How they get there is the same. Everything that happens is a tax cut. Well, have a ta- or deregulation. Either they're cutting taxes on the rich. They're not cutting your taxes. They're cutting taxes on the rich. What did they do when they, in the worst economy since the first Republican Great Depression, when they finally got their greedy, filthy, disgusting fingers around the neck of power uh, after Obama handed them an economy that was on the in on the uh on the rise instead of on the decline you know i know they like to rewrite history and they but they look see the obama's big problem is he's 
he is a Republican. He is a he's a moderate Republican. Because if he was if he was a Democrat, an FDR Democrat, we would have rectified the up- upward immobility and the income disparity. But so Obama hands this con man the the keys to the Oval Office, despite the fact that the con man received fewer votes. Well, that's the whole, that's Trump's life in a nutshell, failing upwards. And what are the, what do the Republicans do? The minute they get all branches of power, so they have the House, the Senate, and they have the, uh, the, the executive, of course, they funnel more money to the top. They look at this, this income disparity that is wider than ancient Rome. Than, it, than the income disparity was in ancient Rome. People don't, I mean, when you put it like that, it's like, how is that possible? <laughs> it's possible if that's your point. By design, that's not freedom. That's called serfdom. You're a dum-dum. You're a serf. You're a nothing. And they, the Republicans look at this landscape of upward immobility where we went from the most to the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all of our western partners and they say you know what this thing needs more income disparity more wealth concentrated at the top we have billionaires we're on track to make the first trillionaire in six years and you know what this country needs we have food lines now we have uh, one third of the American people can't retire. Eighty percent live check to check. You know what? We need more income disparity, more money in the arms of people who won't spend it. So you tell me whether this is a legitimate party that has an interest in democracy. How much longer are we going to play the game? And go along with it. We, that, that's the thing that annoys me about, well, it's not just annoy, well, annoys me about the Democratic Party, the DLC Corporate Democratic Party. Stop playing along with the goddamn grifters. You're doing them a favor. Just because why? You, you think like you're going to get a couple of Republicans are going to be like, gee, I'll vote Democratic. No. Stop pretending that they have anything to offer. Because you know what? DLC corporate Dems, you're killing us. You made Twitter possible. With your goddamn corporate friendly, oh, I want to be the party of everybody. That's what Hillary said. Well, would you want to be the party of Main Street or Wall Street? I hope I'm the party of everybody. Well, when Wall Street is riding us to the bank like we're borrowed goddamn mules, um, who's going to be the party of the borrowed mules, for Christ's sakes? For once. So this is why we have a Twitler. The con. And if they had any interest, this is why the Republicans, if they had any interest, if they really were legitimately um, concerned about a functioning democracy, they would abandon their broken ideology. 
Exactly. Where is everybody? Hello. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Haiku, for your super chat. And thank you, Banterboard, for your super chat. I also want to thank, I got a letter from somebody, from Diane, Diane Goodman. Thank you for your incredible donation and your really sweet note that said, Hi, Tara. I love your brain. I love your brain, too. Exactly. My brain? <laughs> My brain. Let me see. Hold on. I love your brain. I appreciate how you educate me, and I enjoy when you have visitors on your show and your discussions. For example, Greg Palast. I wish you great success and support. Thank you, Diane. That really made... I really... I needed that. It made my day, Diane. And right back at you. Thank you for your brain, Diane, really. And for your incredible everything, for caring enough. And I will do as much as I can to shift the narrative in our little world. I mean, who knows who we will reach? You never know. You plant that seed, you throw that rock across the river, you change the course of the river. So that's what we're doing here. We're reclaiming the mantle of patriotism because the Republicans have illegitimately stolen that too, just like they, they steal everything. They haven't earned patriots. I mean, they're not patriots. We understand that. They're the enemies from within that the founders warned us about. So, for example, now, when, what's his face? <laughs> you know him. You know the guy. What's his face? Um, Steve Bannon. He should, I mean, really, what a face. Only a mother can love, I suppose. But he, that whole thing, in fact, here, wait, here's the article. Him being arrested for scamming the dupes. It is, um, and, and as the New York Times, well, not the New York Times, the Washington Post, Paul Waldman writes, Bannon's indictment confirms that the American right is made up of con artists. Exactly. I've been saying this. Haven't I been saying this forever? It's a grift. It's a scam. Just, uh, it's indicative. Trump Having a, a literal con man as a standard bearer, it was inevitable. So Paul Waldman writes, if you thought Stephen K. Bannon was going to end up in handcuffs, you might have predicted that it wouldn't be for a small-time con. After all, Bannon went from running a far-right a far online publication to the heights of U.S. conservatism, first as the CEO of Republican presidential nominee Twitler's campaign and then as the chief strategist in the White House. He even had ambitions to take his political project global and that's what he was doing. He was going all over the globe meeting with a bunch of Nazis, these, these freaks. But it turns out that the scheme that Bannon has just been criminally charged with is indeed a species of a penny-ante grift. 
Yet it's a sort of grift that the American right's been running on its own voters for decades, which makes this absolutely fitting. Federal prosecutors in New York on Thursday unsealed criminal charges against Stephen K. Bannon, President Trump's, well, Twitler's former chief strategist, and three other men. They allegedly defrauded hundreds of thousands of dollars from donors using an online crowdfunding campaign that was advertised as raising money to build a wall on the U.S. border with Mexico. Not these aren't good people. You understand? Those who are going to—they're going to open their wallet for a wall. They're not saving the whales. They're not stopping puppy mills. You know what I mean? These are gross, ugly on the inside, small little wastes of human DNA. In a news release, prosecutors said Bannon and other organizers of the campaign, Air Force veteran. Brian Colfage, what is that how you say it? Colfage, claimed they would not take any compensation as part of the campaign called, called We Build the Wall. But that was a lie. Bannon, prosecutors alleged, received more than a million, a million dollars. It's good to be a, a con man. These people are suckers. And as I say all the time, there are, like P.T. Barnum said, suckers are born every minute. Trump and Z's are living proof. But it's not just the Trump and Z's. It's the entire Republican Party. As you know, this is why they're so dangerous. This, because, you know what? We are in the middle of a pandemic. There are real-world consequences for their ineptitude. People are dying, not just the, no- the assholes, not, the, not just the Trump Z's. Nice, normal, decent, patriotic human beings are, are suffering and dying because of this ineptitude. And it also because of who? Now, th- I was watching MSNBC today, as I do, and I, you know it's like the bug up my ass. I hate watch the corporate media. Because I'm really try, I try, I'm trying to pull the covers and say to liberals who walk, who stumble into the show and they say, "What's going on? What's this bitch all about?" I'm telling you, stop watching the corporate media, even as they're going after Trump on MSNBC. Even I wish I had grabbed it. They're one of the guys, one of the commentators, the, the pundits, the circle jerk around all day said, you know, Trump gets points. He may get points on the economy, but he doesn't get any points for handling the pandemic. What? He gets points on the economy? What kind of shit is this? That's a corporate media lie. You see, the corporate media loves a Twitler tax scam. That's for sure. They got all the money. They ran away with everything. They ran away with our futures, with our expanded social security, with our universal health care and higher education, with our living wages. So it's in their best interest to have pundits on there who are supposed to be democratic pundits saying things like, 
Trump gets points for the economy. No, bitch, he gets nothing. He doesn't get a goddamn thing. Because if he gets anything, he... This is an economy that doesn't work for the majority of the American people. He gets nothing. So why are you giving him accolades? It's this, this propaganda that they spread that drives me insane. Are we that beaten? How much longer? It has to get to the point where that guy... When he goes somewhere, people have to get in his face, too. Say, what are you talking about with this shit? Trump gets points for the economy. He gets no fucking points. See, there I go again. I'm sorry. I have to stop the cursing. He gets nothing. He doesn't get points. For what? Funneling more money into the hands of the rich? Into... Making people, uh, the working poor, to pushing more Americans out of the middle class? Because that's what's happened these last three and a half years. He gets points? That's your Democratic pundit saying that. Give me a break. So they buy right into the propaganda of the right wing. He doesn't get points for shit anyway because this is Obama's economy. What did he do? What did Twitler do? As I said, he funneled more money into the arms of people who will never spend it in a thousand lifetimes while pushed more Americans into the ranks of the working poor. That's what he did. So that's not points. He doesn't get points. He gets shit. He gets the, what do we get? I mean, really, this is a, that's the kind of baloney that is sown on a corporate media network. They want, they like it like this. You understand, they like the economy where the American people have no seat at the table. If it's a fascist economy, if it's run by oligarchs, they're going to be fine. They don't like when the American people are uppity and have unions, let's say, and are getting a living wage to the point where they say, oh, shit, I'm not working in this company anymore. Take this job and shove it. You used to actually have songs like that, right? Take this job and shove it. Now people are like, I can't, I, I, I have to take this job. And then I got to drive an Uber. Jesus Christ. That's what drives me insane. The so-called Democrats. Really? That's what he says. He gets points for the economy. Well, what the? Where do I live? Man, I really, I got to talk to my, I need a medium. I keep saying this. I have to get, does anybody know a medium that can speak to the dead? (laughs) I need to speak to my granny. Grandma, what the F were you thinking? You had a nice life in a perfectly decent, beautiful country. You had to come here? 
Holy moly. Anyway. Why don't you go back? Okay, make me. Do a GoFundMe. Gladly. Right, wingers, you want to do a go? You did one for the wall. Do one for me. Get in the hell out of here. I'd go, I'll take you up on it. It won't be a grift this time. You were suckered enough to put money into the arms of friggin' Steve Bannon? That guy? Have you seen his face? Really? He doesn't look well. And I don't just mean physically. He looks spiritually sick. That's what the look of somebody who's spiritually sick. You know, people you're like, this guy, uh, you go over to them, you say, do you need an ambulance? Do you want me to call? Who's your next of kin? So, but he's not the only one. And he won't be the last. He's not the first. He's not the last. He'll j he's just the next. As I was thinking about today's show, and I was reading different articles, and of course I was reading this book, too, which was, we'll, we'll read. I'll, maybe I'll read a little. I don't know. It's just that the time goes by so quickly. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll just tease it and we'll read it on, uh, on a night where we can relax. Where there's no out. There's no hard outs going on. But the book I'm referring to is, what's it called again? The Twilight of Democracy, the Seductive Law of, L-U-R-E, of Authoritarianism by Anne Applebaum. I think we shall read it one day soon. But, so I was looking around, and you know what I stumbled across? I don't know if you guys, because I don't swim in cesspools, so I don't really see what's going on on the right wing internet i don't eat um i don't eat shit pies uh, so i don't really hang out where uh, these assholes hang out so i but i stumbled across this it's a video well, it was, well it's part of a website and it's par for the course it's another it is a scam here we go. Let me, I'm just trying to get the video up. Damn it. This is why I say become a patron. At patreon.com slash Tara Devlin patron. Uh, you know what I mean? Just become a patron if you can. Not everybody can. But you're also invited, even if you're not a patron, join us on our Discord page as well. In the descriptions, there's a link Join us on Discord. That's a great place to get together during the week. In between shows, you can send articles, post articles, post pictures of your pets, post pictures of yourself. This is where we're getting together. All right, here's Ron Paul. He's doing the rounds. He's selling a scam. So here I came across this. It said, press play. Oh, my God, ominous flag waving I, sh I should keep back my opinions at such time through fear of giving offense I should consider myself as guilty of treason towards my country Patrick Henry because they're peddling patriotism like a hooker wears her high heels shoes you know and says 
let me love you long a time here. She puts on her F me red lipstick. That's what Republicans do with the flag. They're like, bum, 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 bum. Patrick Henry quotes. Well, where's my other sound effects? Now, this is more ominous, though. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. You might recognize me as the congressman who spent 22 years defending American liberty. <laughs> or, maybe- or not. <laughs> you might recognize me as another right-wing grifter. Bingo, bingo, you got me there. I've read my best-selling book, And the Fed, but my first passion was actually medicine. In fact, I've been a medical doctor for nearly 60 years. So I view the coronavirus pandemic through a different lens than most politicians and certainly different than the experts you see on TV right now, which is why I'm reaching out to you today through this video. There's an is this real life? I worry is lo- you get this? This is a guy who Republicans voted for and sent to Congress to represent them. And now, like in the long list of Republican grifters, he's got a scam. And it's all regarding the coronavirus. This is what Republicans do. From either, now he's, he's coming at it at this angle. If you go over to the right-wing evangelical web, they'll be peddling giant buckets of freeze-dried crap that you can stock up with for the, you know, stock up on for the apocalypse. That's Pat Robertson, what's his name? Pat Robertson's grift. Now, I can't play the whole thing. This video, this bad video. Lost on those who are listening to the media's hysterics. (laughs) He's talking about the coronavirus, the media's hysterics. This video goes on for... 45 minutes on a website. We'll get back to the video for it. Let me just show you the website. Where the heck is it? That's why I say become a patron. So I could say, hey, Schmo, Joe Schmo, give me that website. Here, look, here's my, this is what I'm looking at here. This is where this video was from. Press play. Dr. Ron Paul's urgent message for every American. And you notice the patriotic imagery, the capital, the flag. Oh, my God. What is happening here? What is this? Legal notices here. Our business contains critical information that will help you use our work appropriately and give you a far better understanding of how our business works, both the benefits it might offer you and the inevitable imitations or limitations of our products. Although that is not part of our disclosure page, you can find our company's privacy policy here. Well, they got to cover their asses. Presidential candidate... And 12-term congressman is back. 
One second. Wait, are you uh, are you sure you want to leave without hearing about the number one first step? Dr. Ron Paul says you need to take to prepare for the crisis lurking in America. That's what they do. Republicans are, we know this from the scientific research, they are fear-based. They have larger amygdalas. So I was talking to a friend of mine once, and I was saying that, well, studies say that Republicans have large amygdalas and their brains are, and he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to hear this. This is like, it reminds me of frenetics, you know, in uh, Nazi Germany where they measured your heads. And I could see that point. I see your point, Pat. You know who it is, Pat. Shannon. Shannon knows Pat. But the... It is. It can't be denied when they d- they did studies on the brain. Okay, it's not like saying that your brain is broken. They could tell that somebody was. They 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 could predict whether they were conservative or liberal by the size of the amygdala. the The amygdala is the primitive. It's part of the primitive brain. It is the fear center of the brain. So it makes sense that if you have a larger amygdala, you have your fear bait. You're triggered by fear. You're more apt to be afraid or at least uh, triggered in that way. So nobody's saying, I don't know. So I see the point of, of being like, wait a minute. But this is why the Republicans, they go for fear constantly, always. And uh, do they have the best interests of the people they're trying to dupe at heart? What are they trying to do? They're turning um, everybody into fear-based cowards like them. Instead, you know, if they really had the best interests of the American people at heart, knowing that many people are triggered by fear and are more apt to be afraid, then you would, you would, you would, uh, you wouldn't exploit them. You would help them overcome their fear. Help them have a nice life it's really it's like malpractice so this if this guy is a doctor who oh he's a medical doctor so let's not let's not listen to dr fauci but let's listen to dr ron paul see he's got and this is like when they've done studies on authoritarianism and those who follow authoritarians like in the milgram experiment that was the one. Which one was that one? There was a few. Then there was the Stanford Prison Experiment. So in the Milgram Experiment, a figure of authority told those who um, th- who were who had volunteered for the experiment that they would give electric shocks to someone behind a screen, and they were told that the shocks would increase as the person got questions wrong up to and including an electric shock that would that the that the person thought 
would cause the the death of the person behind the curtain and it was the rare person it was the rare um participant who said no so that's pretty frightening and this was in america too so because after nazi germany there were a lot of experiments like this because they wanted to figure out in uh what was what happened in nazi germany how did this perfectly modern republic turn into a hellhole that uh, committed such heinous crimes against humanity. And what all these experiments conclude, basically, is that there are some who have an authoritarian personality, and many people will follow those they believe are figures of authority, so when, and, and there are the, the rare person, it's the rare person that says, regardless of the person in authority, I am not pushing that button. I'm sorry. I will not be causing the death of somebody behind that screen. And yeah. So here's Ron Paul with all his credentials. I'm a doctor. No, honey, you play a doctor. You have an interest in medicine? Well, I doubt he's been studying in infectious diseases his entire career. Just because you're a doctor. You know, you're an amazing doctor, like uh, Dr. Jill Biden, who's an amazing doctor of education. She's not an amazing doctor of medicine. But, yeah, here's Ron Paul's... He wants... He wants the dum-dums to be, oh my, Ron Paul. And you know that Ron Paul, you know that there are some people that are, they're watching Pat Robertson and all of those grifters and they are afraid. They don't know who to believe. They're easily played. So this is why it's, it's disgraceful what Republicans do, that they know what they're doing. You know, yesterday on the show, I was asking, oh, just uh, out loud, asking uh, rhetorical, a rhetorical question whether the Republicans who were licking d- um, the Postmaster DeJoy's ass, saying we should all be commending him rather than asking him questions or confronting him about his attacks on the Postal Service, and his, you know, don't believe your lying eyes or what comes out of Twitler's mouth, we should all be commending him for, what, uh, making the, the mail, for effing up the mail. And I was asking out loud, I was just thinking, do these Republicans really believe what they say? Are they, I mean, are they just evil? Or do they really believe it? After a while, do they believe their own bullshit? When they're saying, oh, you're just a victim, uh, General DeJoy. Uh, you're the victim of the poor, the liberal media. They're attacking you. We, how, how do you stand it? All you're trying to do is help by hurting us, by removing sorting machines and slowing down the mail and ensuring that... Uh, baby chicks die on the dock instead of getting to their homes. It's disgusting people, right? Oh, 
and I, I, I just wonder, all of them, and one after another, including Rand Paul, with a stupid name like Rand Paul, named after a sociopath who sucked at writing, who wrote a shitty book that a bunch of stunted adolescents read and as an excuse to not give a shit about anybody else but themselves, and I'm talking about Ayn Rand. But I, I have to wonder, do the Republicans, do they believe their bullshit? Or are they simply evil? I don't know. I'm still I'm on the fence. Maybe some of them believe. Maybe others are just are dupes. Because you got to know that um, Steve Bannon, he is simply evil. He, he, he know he's he's a low cunning, crafty character. He knows what he's doing, so he's tickling racist funny bones, and he's getting dupes. He's separating dupes from their money. And he's come out instead of saying, "Yeah, this is what Republicans do." They never being Republican means never having to say you're sorry. That's another thing. It's the deep state who's after him. Whenever they get arrested, that simply confirms for the rest of the Republican monster show and all the idiots who follow them, it confirms that, see, they're being attacked. They're being assaulted because they're just trying to make America great by destroying everything that makes America great. You see, if we just let them get away with it, they're only, it's the deep state attacking. What the hell? The cats are doing something. Cats are having their own meeting in the other room. So, yeah. Here, here's some more of Rand Paul. What I'm about to share might sound controversial. But I'm not trying to scare anyone. I've always tried to be a voice of sanity and reason, <laughs> even in turbulent times. But my beliefs often run counter to the mainstream narrative. I simply want to let you know what's really happening and show you something you and your family can do today to protect yourselves from what's really lurking. See, it's what's really lurking. What's really going on. Don't believe the deep state don't believe the government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us don't believe your neighbor your fellow american believe me for 1999 i have the secret don't believe doctors who tell you to wear a mask oh my god because no matter how you look at it, the government is going to use this crisis to gain even more power and control of our lives. <laughs> See, right now, we're hearing it all. Everything from, oh, the coronavirus is just like the flu, to an estimate that more than 100 million Americans will be infected. At this point, it's unclear just how the coronavirus will ultimately shake out. Wow. Either way, well, he's giving himself certain, an open. Right? He doesn't know. How, right now, we don't know how it's going to shake out. Give us time to write the script for that grift. 
pandemic is being used by those who want to profit politically from the panic. I realize this might seem shocking given everything we've been shocking. told in recent weeks, but just look at the facts. Since right. September, the common flu has infected 36 million Americans and killed an estimated 22,000. But nobody ever suggested a fall or winter quarantine. Holy shit. Same with tuberculosis, a disease few of us worry about. More than 10 million people worldwide fell ill with tuberculosis in 2018, and it killed 1.5 million. Or consider the fact that 38,000 Americans here? die every year in car accidents. Nobody has ever used that as a reason why Americans should stay off the streets. Then go, I, I, I don't get it, okay? Go out, Ron, Ron Paul. Touch your face. Leave us the F alone with all of these goddamn grifters. Just get the hell, just get together and touch your faces, but leave us alone. It's unreal. The, how many people are they going to kill? They, it's not enough that they've already killed 160,000. Is it 170 yet? I think it is, actually. How many have to die? How many have to be sick? How many will have to lose their businesses while these freaks? How many children have to die so these monsters can pretend this is that Trump gets Good marks for the economy. Oh, my God. Here, there's a couple. Here's some more. It goes on for 45 minutes, really. I'm, I can't. Well, here, let's see. I'll just fast forward a little. Especially when as many as 49% of companies will have layoffs this year. The only hope for this new generation is a socialist politician who will free them from their financial nightmare. Yay! Which is why millennials will be the target of the most politician political campaigns in history. And they are going to eat it up. Don't forget that at one point, socialist Bernie Sanders had as much as 84% <laughs> of the millennial vote. Pew Yay. Research calls it the most left-leaning generation. Shut up, you history. old cracker. Holy or if you're shit. terrified by what a socialist in the White House might mean for you and your money, you'll want to act quickly and read our new book. Yeah, get your socialist hands off my Medicare. Yeah, this is the way, where we get to the the grift. They what you want should their do with book, your retirement the battle for like America. Yeah, here we go. Or an IRA to brace for a socialist president. Oh and my that's God. Instant access be afraid. Be afraid. Anyway, and that's that's the grift. Be afraid. Don't listen to your representatives. Don't listen to anybody but us. That's the autocrats' playbook. They devalue the currency of truth. And you can't tell me. I mean, that's exactly what Trump is doing. But he, he's not the first one. Like, I know the DLC Democrats would like us to all pretend that Trump is the aberration. He's a long, a long line of cons and grifters got us here. And so it made me think about, you know, I ran, I, I stumbled upon this Ron Paul scam and I couldn't believe it. Don't you remember not too long ago, too, we, where is it? Here we go. Um, Mike Huckabee, 
He was selling a fake diabetes cure. This is who Republicans are. Huckabee? And then when I... Now, Sarah Palin, once again, is rearing her con woman head. She's... She is a grifter. And without a Sarah Palin, there would be no Twitler. That's for sure. Wait, let me find this Huckabee. Huckabee diabetes. Yes, here we go. Mike Huckabee appeared in diabetes infomercials to endorse cures and treatments that no health agency supports. And the other thing. Oh, here's another thing. Because with on the same subject of Ron Paul because he was also on Fox Business peddling the same scam. I'm a practicing doctor, I know that too. What do you make of America's response to the virus so far? I think it's sad. I like what Sweden did. You know, everybody wants to, in America wants to jump on Sweden for being these outlandish socialists. But they handled it better. They just ignored it and uh, it ran its course. Oh, my God. Uh, they had their problems. But they have had, had no economic consequences, but they didn't have a lockdown. And I think uh, we went in the wrong direction. And the people who so were let's be like Sweden didn't get uh, very much. Uh, a hearing. So there's been groups of uh, doctors who have taken a different position. It should be more conservative. Uh, oh, yeah. Chloroquine Conservatives always use. Instead, astoundingly, got the right idea, right? 65 years, and from my opinion, very safe drug and very effective, was literally taken off the market by the FDA. It makes no sense. It's sort of anti-libertarian. Uh, so I yeah, so let's just take this bullshit hydroxychloroquine that no goddamn legitimate doctor or anybody says works. It, what There would be no reason not to use it. But... Numerous studies said it is not effective against the goddamn coronavirus, but these goddamn cultists will not let go of it like a goddamn rabid dog on a chicken wing. Morons. How are we supposed to share the same country with people like this? And this is why I say maybe we got to get to the point. Well, I'm already to the point. Let's. Break this country into, break it up. We can have a nice vote. We'll have a referendum. Who wants to go where? Who? Which states want to go with whom? And then we'll split it up from there. And they can go wherever they want. They can have their hydroxychloroquine. They can have their con man, their tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying con man with a fake university. They can take hydroxychloroquine for the pandemic. They can all die and go to church. I mean, there's this whole thing that they're, they're, I mean, of course, they're victims. They are professional victims, Republicans. They're saying, oh, we can't go to church. It's illegal to go to church, but everybody can go to a protest. No, it's not illegal. Go to your own church. Go. Leave us alone. God damn it. But you know what it is? It's sort of like they, the same people have no problem saying, um, I don't know, uh, the, 
not they have to wear we have to wear seat belts there are certain things you know when you're cooking somebody's food at a restaurant you have to wash your hands who those are all government intrusions well who's government government to tell me to wash my hands after i touch my pee pee it's my right i'm a free american if i want to touch myself and make food for you what business is it of yours? I mean, this is who the Republicans are. They could give a crap about anybody else but themselves. They are incapable of functioning in, this, in a free democratic society, especially one with diverse people. So know them by their fruits. What have they done in the middle of this pandemic? What have they offered this country? Zero. Nothing. In fact, not only have they not offered this country a goddamn thing, they have harmed us. They make us look ridiculous. They kill the American people. How many people have to die listening to them? As long as they get a buck, though, right? But it's all the con. It's all a con. All of it. Now on getting the vaccine, I think it's going to be a fruitless adventure because all you have to do is listen to Gates, and it should make you very nervous. Well, Bill we Gates. don't know when we're going to get it, but we. we this is the party of QAnon now. Look, here's uh, here's Mike Huckabee ha- hawking diabetes, the cinnamon diabetes cure. Oh, I'm Mike Huckabee. Let me tell you that diabetes can be reversed. I should know because I did it, and today you. I did it. Too. I know it's a little low for some reason. And healthier food choices. And there is some of these no other videos are reverse diabetes. Prescription drugs aren't going to cure you. They're only going to keep you a loyal, pill-popping, finger-pricking, insulin-shooting customer. Unbelievable. Yeah, so somebody will take shoot cinnamon instead of insulin, I suppose. How think about if um if the Republicans really cared about the people they pretend to represent, you, would they be hawking these fake diabetes cures, telling them not to, not, telling people not to wear masks, telling them to that? Oh yeah, I'm taking hydroxychloroquine and zinc, just like the Twitter told us to because he's a doctor you know oh no well his his uncle was a doctor he's just a con man and the whole country are a bunch of dupes i guess really not i mean not us that's why i say how much longer how much longer really can we stand sharing the same air with people like like them like who can't function in a free democratic society. They, they are infants having a tantrum, except it matters. Usually you'll let the tantrum, you'll let the infant blow it off and g- get it out of their system. But here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, we all have to play along, and then they drag everybody with them. And then we have a, a, a so-called opposition party that is so vested, invested, or whatever the word is, to, to having 
a Republican Party that is functioning, that they're in a state of denial, for Christ's sakes. Really? Stop pretending that the Republican Party is a legitimate party. It's not. Look at what they have done. Look at what they do. They, they, that's why they can only go through the motions of governing. They wouldn't know how to govern themselves out of a goddamn paper bag. That's for sure. Trump couldn't make money operating a casino, which is like a license to print money. Because he sucks at business, just like Republicans suck at government. They could only pretend. So when reality hits their bullshit, and they only, and because they're ideologues who hate government and they hate America, the, their only answer to what needs, to, what they, their only answer to whatever, the remedy. It's not a remedy. That their answer to whatever happens is a tax cut. More tax cuts for the rich. More deregulation for the rich corporations. That's it. As you see, but what happens, what really needs to happen, because this is reality. A functioning society requires the understanding of truth, justice, reality, not just your ideology. You know, you have to be mature and adult enough to adjust your ideology. That's the difference between normal people and cultists. Because when normal people get new information, they adjust their ideology for, even like for Democrats. I am a proud democratic socialist. I have been since before Bernie Sanders. And if all of a sudden I got information, we saw the receipts and it said, yeah, look at this, funneling all the money and power to the top, to the 1%, really does trickle down and it really does create a functioning society where everybody has a decent middle-class life. Guess what? I would be all for it. We would all be for it. That's what we, we would be calling for. But not Republicans. They don't. I, reality, truth, that does it never gets in the way of their ideology. They inflict their ideology on reality. And as you see, it always falls short. There is no difference between them and, like, the Scientologists, for Christ's sake. For real. It's a, it's a cult. So the Democrats, they, this is why. You know, they complain. One of the things I watched, I watched a large portion of that video, that Ron Paul video, because it was almost like being stuck in a... Some kind of, I just, in, a, in disbelief, really. And I, 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 I was just like, I can't believe that, you know, I have to share the same country with people like this. That, that, that have absolutely no regard for the American people. They, they, does he really believe what he is saying? Or does he just... Don't, 
They just don't care. Really. Why would you peddle in the middle of a pandemic? You're talking to the most vulnerable, the, 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 the afraid, Social Security recipients, people on fixed incomes, the elderly, the uh, not so smart that are watching you. You're, you're throwing your hooks in the water. You're hoping to catch a bunch of live ones on the hook bunch of suckers who you're telling them don't trust the don't trust reality trust me and you're killing people so why why would the democratic party really the democratic party the the corporate democratic party they do the work for the republican party they do them a favor by giving their, their kiss-up, kick-down, their illegitimate ideology legitimacy. By saying, oh, let's, uh, we'll, we can work with Republicans. Let's work with the other side of the aisle that believe in complete and utter bullshit. So when you have um, a policy, when you, uh, when you want to attack a problem and really actually face it squarely and uh, actually eradicate the problem, you can't because you got to ensure that you add some of the ideological bullshit to the remedy to appease the cultists. So they, when I was watching that video, Ron Paul is going on about Obamacare. Obamacare, since Obamacare... Insurance prices have doubled. Yeah, because the insurance is freaking bullshit. For-profit health care is the problem, not Obamacare. It's all, it, and, the, and if Obamacare sucks, and it does, it's because it's the Republican health care plan that keeps the for-profit health insurance in the catbird seat of power. It's for-profit health care. So if it sucks and it's through the roof now, and it is, the insurance, the price of insurance, it has to stop. It is unaffordable. That's why, I mean, give me a break. In the middle of a pandemic, when people lose their jobs, we have insurance tied to your jobs. There is nothing more stupid than that. But uh, that's what Republicans love. Well, and so do some co- the corporate Democrats. They love it because they like you nice and desperate and not b- being able to escape from your employer. You can't say, take this job and shove it. You're, you have to serve your Lord, like in the neo-feudal corporate state, just like uh, in the system the founders escaped. You'll have to... Whatever the, the Lord says, yes, my Lord, I got to do because I, I want my health care. But in the health, in this, in a pandemic, we have health insurance friggin' tied to our jobs. It's ridiculous. And the reason the insurance is through the roof is because... Obamacare regulates insurance. They say, oh, my insurance. I, I, I get letters or emails from people. Not letters. Well, I sometimes get letters, but from nice people. 
but and they say, um, oh, my insurance used to be $200, and now it's $900. It's like, yeah, but back in the day, they could, um, they could sell you insurance that wasn't insurance. So when you needed it and you went to the hospital and they were like, oh, I'm sorry, your insurance doesn't cover hospitalization, and it doesn't cover pharmacy, and it doesn't cover whatever it might be, pre, um, it doesn't cover pre-existing conditions, it doesn't cover um, preventative or whatever. That's how they did it. it. Your health is not in the health insurance racket. It's not in their, um, it's not, it's not, that's not their concern. You're, you're better off just dropping dead if you are sick. That's why when they when the insurance racket before Obamacare, if you got sick, the first thing they would do is go through your application and find a way to kick you off. Because when you need it, that's that's not profitable. So we have a lot, a lot. Uh, we have our work cut out for us. And for those of us, those of us, those of you guys just joining us, I'm Tara Devlin. Thank you. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. And we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices. Anytime on the Progressive Voices app, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, please give the show a good review on iTunes and keep coming back. It works if you work it, so work it, you're worth it. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and join us on the chat at youtube.com slash C for channel slash RDT Daily Media. All right, good. Here's another thing. The diabetes cure. My God. And then we have, well, here, where, where the heck is it? I was looking for the Sarah Palin thing. Hmm, where is it? Oh, because Sarah Palin, the, she's back. That's the worst thing. You know, um, what really pisses me off about this whole country and the bullshit about how Democrats have to pretend that the Republican Party is a legitimate is a legitimate party. This whole thing at the Democratic Convention, a tribute to John McCain, come on. John McCain, let's not forget who John McCain. John McCain, he saved Obamacare. Okay, great. We needed a public option. We need Medicare for all. That's the problem. But John McCain elevated Sarah Palin to national prominence. And without, you know, without a Sarah Palin, we wouldn't have a Twitler, that's for sure. So Sarah Palin is in the news because she, she's so disgusting. Sarah Palin said that, well, here it comes, because now Kamala Harris is the VP nominee. And... You understand 
the misogyny, the sexism, it's really off the hook. It, it's never just below the surface. It's always been there. So Republicans, that's who they are. You can't expect them to be what they're not. It's like a bird has to fly, fish has to swim, and Republicans are racists. Oh, I know they hate that. They don't like being called racists when they know they're not. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, The the reason I said, oh, my God, oh, my God, you you couldn't hear. In my headphones, I heard Sarah Palin's voice go off because I looked at this. Here's what I heard. Well, come on, play. Are you tired of the media filters? Well, I am. I always have been. So we're going to do something about it. Look at the ideas that mm, I think Washington Mm. doesn't want you to hear. Yeah. Together, we'll go beyond. Because it's a deep state. Nobody wants you. We have the truth. Here, why don't you inject yourself with some bleach? Don't wear a mask. Touch your face. Here, you know, we're going to be strongly looking at injecting yourself with bleach. On the sound bites and cut through the media's politically correct filter in things like Washington, D.C.'s crony capitalism. Oh, yeah. We don't want any political correct. Mm, yeah, no political correct because we can't be bothered in a nation of immigrants and 325 million diverse people. We can't be bothered by saying people's by their real names. You know, we like the N-word and the B-word and the F-word and all the other words. We just don't want anybody picking on us. Because, you know, that's the way God, Jesus Christ made us at the top. So, mm, PC, you could throw out that PC filter. Mm -mm. Have a big gulp. Make sure you get your diabetes cure for Mike Huckabee, though. Don't worry about that old medicine, insulin. Don't worry about that diabetes cure. Mike Huckabee's got the cinnamon cure. So we got the cure that ails you on the Sarah Palin channel. Sarah Palin, you know, cut through the media. Oh, my God. I want to talk directly to you on our channel, on my terms, and no need to please the powers that be. What powers? You're the power that be, bitch. No, No need to please the powers that be. Well, Sarah Palin subscription channel, that tanked. Well, this is who Republicans are. It's just like the the whole Twitler lineage until he finally got uh, he he held on to a real strong grift where he's now he, he he's not a political genius. Let's correct the record. Twitler, I I hear this from right wingers. Oh, the first time he ran for office, he became the so-called president despite receiving fewer votes. No, um, he's not a genius. He is a shameless grifter who saw the fissures of disunity that 
Vice President Henry Wallace warned us about and and told us that into those fissures of disunity steps the American fascist. And before the before Twitler, nobody, all all of the 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 dog whistles were, they were still whistles. Twitler, he threw out the dog whistle and he got himself a megaphone and all the dupes. The, he is the Pied Piper of idiots. And they all went following. But it's just like any other authoritarian takeover. He hates democracy. He's a greedy grifter. And he doesn't give a crap about what happens to the people he pretends to represent. So he will wipe his ass with every law, the, the Constitution, decency, dignity, democracy. But all along, he's, he's only the latest. We didn't get here well, overnight. It took some time. And people like John McCain led us here. John McCain gave us Sarah Palin, the grifter, the stupid, the ignorant, the one who reads all the papers. You know, what, what papers do you read to keep informed? Oh, you know, all of them. Yeah, okay. That's what you say when you're in elementary school and you don't have the right homework or something. And so, of course, Sarah Palin, and one of the telltale signs of a right-wing female Republican, whatever, you know, the female Republican, has to be, they have to be even bigger misogynists than the Republican male. That is the truth. They have to be a bitch to, they have to talk about um, putting... Uh, balls, putting Democratic representative, male representatives' balls in um, a lockbox. This is what they say. That's their lingo. They have to kill animals that without, with abandon. You know, they have to be giddily chopping them up. None of, the, none of this female, this traditionally female traits, which obviously are, they are, that's stereotypical of course but that's who republicans are because men can be nurturing and and kind but never a female republican you understand they can't because the republican the the entire republican party as it is a grift anyway it's a pantomime of democracy anyway they have to pantomime strength they don't know anything about strength. They are the weakest little bitches going. Kindness is strength. Compassion is strength. Patriotism, meaning leaving no one behind, that's strength. Republicans have no clue about strength. Greed, that's not strength. Well, we're in this together. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Guys, on Pro Progressive Voices, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. 
And yeah, like and subscribe to the show. And we'll see you every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. We stick together, we win, and we will win. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon. All right, we're back. That's Progressive Voices. Now we're we're free. We're out of here. All right, let me see. I haven't checked in with the with the chat in a while. Let me see. What's going on? What's going on? It's not No, no, no. Ted, it's still happening. Hello, Ted. We still have the rest of the show. That's Progressive Voices. They're out of here. All right. Thank you, Lee in New York City. Hello, Zenny. Hello, Andrea and Haiku and Sin City and Banterboard. Thank you for your super chat. And Steve, thank you. And Haiku and Jabber Monkey and KT. Yo, yo, yo. Covert White Rabbit. Banter board. Who else is here? Paradu and Ted. Welcome, Ted, my old pal Ted. And Kirk. Hello, Zenny. Anybody else? Patricia, I don't want to miss anybody. Thank you all for hanging out. So we still have some time. We're still here. And Steve, we met at the Malloy book signing, Steve says. Oh, that's nice. I'm very happy that you're here. And Abaddon. What is this? We're talking lowercase Republicans this week or uh, uppercase Republicans? (laughs) We're talking it all. We are talking it all. We're saying it all. All right, Sarah Palin. What were we saying? Where is she? Oh, she was... So, as I was saying, they have to be bigger misogynists than Republican men. And here comes Sarah Palin on Tucker Carlson's show. I would never have prostituted myself like Kamala Harris, she says. Wait, hold on. Oh, man, there's an ad playing in my ear. I'm going to switch over as soon as it stops. Okay, here we go. Close philosophically and a lot of times personally even, those politicians with those in the media, the media is going to just treat them with um, kid gloves. And, yeah, right. And um, treat them like those delicate pieces of China. And, yeah, it's it's complete opposite treatment uh, when it comes to the different um philosophies and it, it does seem that way and shut up back, see here's there- the victimization oh the poor dears the media is so mean you know what it feels to them it's mean when they get caught in the act of being themselves the greedy dirty grifters that they are and they don't like being called to the carpet oh it's so mean when we get called and uh what we are is there anything you could have done to get the kind of coverage that Kamala Harris is getting now? 
how about not be a dumb bitch? I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb. To get the kind of coverage? Could you imagine if Kamala Harris said the things that Sarah Palin said? Sarah Palin is stupid. But in Republican bizarro world, it's they're all equal. They have a she has a vagina and Sarah Palin has a vagina, so they're equal. It's not that Kamala Harris is actually somebody who was effective at her job, that actually worked her way up, that did things, not just being a grifter. Unbelievable. With a, that's all she is, a grifter. Oh, she was a governor of a small town. She didn't really have to do anything except distribute the socialist checks that all of the member, all the people in Alaska got. They got a little piece of the pie, right? They all got a, I don't know how much it was. Everyone got like $9,000 every year for, from oil leases. Yeah, socialism for them, it's good. Socialism is, on, they like socialism. But not for anybody who has darker pigment. They're taking advantage. So, oh, it, so this grifter, Tucker Carlson, who is a grifter, he's uh, Swanson, the heir to the Swanson fortune, you know, the Republican everyman, the populist. This is who these idiots look to. The, the idiots who... They, 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 they know, you know what, oh, uh, pro- my problems are that it's not that the rich don't pay any taxes and we went from a 90% top marginal tax rate to below, well, I don't know, I, don't, I can't remember what it is, it's, it's below like 20-something percent now. Am I right on that? What the top, what's the top marginal? What's the top marginal tax rate? I have to get my, f- oh, it's 37%. But any time, I'm thinking of the um, capital gains tax. So I'm not a, a econo- uh, an economist, but any time you have a top marginal rate that is below 50%, you get the cycles of boom and bust and concentrated wealth. So, yeah. The marginal rate, you pay the rate. Yeah, so it's instead of 37%, your top marginal rate with the marginal rate. See, I don't know. What is the federal income tax brackets? These are tax brackets, not the marginal rate. But you know what I'm saying. We Under that socialist Eisenhower, we, we had a top marginal tax rate of 90%. So meaning when you're, when you're wealth, you can be wealthy, and, but not to the point where you threaten government herself, where you're so wealthy that you can buy politicians and corrupt government. Everybody commonly understood that as a patriotic tax. So in Sarah Palin land, well, in Foxland, Republican land, they look for they look to Tucker Carlson as their everyday hero. 
the heir to the goddamn Swanson fortune. This fake populist grifter. And then and Sarah Palin, who she's... The reason she was so mocked was not because she's an ignoramus who, when Saturday Night Live spoofed her, they didn't even have to write a script. They used the words directly from her mouth because she is a lampoon of herself. She is a caricature. It's, it's not that she is an embarrassment and that John McCain knew immediately how over her head she was and how unfit she was. They all knew it, but they, keep, they kept her on. They continued. They unleashed the idiot on the United States. It's that they're being nice to Kamala Harris. It's not that Kamala Harris you know, knows what the hell she's doing and can put a sentence together and can wipe the floor with the likes of Sarah Palin. It's that everybody's picking on them. Because they're victims. They get everything handed to them. They fail upward. They fall back, ass backwards into the presidency. Despite receiving fewer votes, they grift and steal and rig the vote. Voter suppress. They, they act like they have a mandate when they don't even represent the same amount of people that AOC represents here in this district. But it's everybody is picking on them. You see? The Republican victim. Victimitis. No, there's no bigger victim than the straight white Republican male, especially, and the female Republican enabler. That's the other thing about the female Republican. They have to always, they, they have to salve the oh-so-fragile ego and the wounded, eggshell-thin, crusted ego of the Republican male. Oh, poor baby. Let me, and it's the same thing with uh, people who, uh, who have darker pigment, who happen to have darker pigment. The few tokens that the Republicans that are stupid enough to vote Republican and the Republicans, they love them. They're human shields. They use them as the human shields for their bigotry. They get to be all the bigger racists. You got to be a bigger racist than the average Republican male and then or or Republican in general. Then they use them. Oh, they point to them. See? Look, Ben Carson agrees that it's the fact that it's not the system. It's uh it's farther. There are no fathers or something. It's not the system. It's not systemic racism. There aren't strong male figures. Ridiculous. That, I don't know, you care about equality deep within your soul, that you're a rock star, that you're a celebrity, that you're, a, a, you're the Dalai Lama. What the F is he talking about? This is, remember, remember, guys, this is the party that has a literal reality TV star, con man, as a standard bearer, somebody who is so, so fragile and longs, 
for every anything he longed for more. There's nothing he longed for more in this world than being one of the in crowd with the celebrities who mocked him. So he has to turn around and, oh, I don't like those celebrities anyway. All these victims. This is the, the same crowd. Not only do they have a reality TV huckster as a standard bearer, look at who else. You know, they worship St. Reagan, who is an actor. They're all so full of shit. Reincarnated. Could you have done anything to get that kind of coverage? I would not have... Um uh, prostituted myself in terms of changing any of my positions in order prostituted to prostituted myself. This is what Republicans do. That's a that's your dog whistle right there. Just like when the, when Obama was president or running to be president, they would say things like, uh, "I don't want to get stuck on that tar baby." These are the dog whistles. I don't don't let don't stick me on that tar baby. Or we uh what else did they say? Something about gorilla glue. Get yourself some gorilla glue. The, all these curious choice of words. So, of course, that's what they say. She's going to say, I wouldn't have prostituted myself like that. No, honey. No, bitch. You would have prostituted yourself and your entire family. Because that's what you did. Not only would you have prostituted yourself, you would have sold your, your husband, your daughter, your son, anybody who would listen. For your, any, uh, just a little bit of fame. Remember Sarah, Sarah Palin's Alaska, Bristol Palin, her, she had her reality show. Bunch of reality assholes. Remember that poor moose that had to die because Sarah Palin wanted to look like a big badass? So they snuffed out a moose so Sarah Palin could carve it up for the cameras. Yummy, yummy, yay. I can't wait. I can't wait to stick my knife in this dead creature, this beautiful creature that I killed for no good reason, except it was good for my ratings. And I'm going to carve it up. Yay. And there she is dancing like a ghoul, like a fucking Skeletor, like some kind of nightmare. Remember and uh, remember when she was being interviewed uh, around Thanksgiving and then that ghoul behind her was chopping up turkeys? Putting the turkeys down in a grinder. That's who they are. Clueless, blood-soaked. See, caring or saying, looking at a beautiful moose and saying, look at that beautiful creature. Let's take a picture. No. I got to kill it for no good reason. Because the cameras are rolling. I want to show everybody what a murderer I am. Not like those liberals, those libtards who care, have that, have feelings and, and shit. That's so, huh, 
snowflakes. Tiny little snowflakes caring about shit. Not wanting to murder for no good reason. Not wanting to take a life just because, you know, you can. You know, I know I know we say all lives matter, but we don't mean it. Because if all lives matter, shit. We wouldn't have to say black lives matter. I mean, forget black lives matter. All lives matter. <laughs> That's only to, t- to get the dum-dums to buy their diabetes cures. And to vote against their own best interest. And the idiots to go be, they're, they're looking in their medicine cabinets right now for some form of hydroxychloroquine so they can go over and give their granny coronavirus. Who wants to listen to the libtards caring and thinking about others and, you know, telling the truth? That's just not, uh, it's just not uh, strong because we're strong here. We're so strong that it, it, it's almost like we're weak. We're so, we, 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 we just never have enough. There's never enough blood. There's never enough money. There's never enough stuff. There's never enough knees on necks. There's never enough broken skulls. There's never enough any, but anything that w- stands in our way. You know, there also, when we get in charge, there's never, there won't be enough. That's for sure, because we'll have it all. There won't be enough. There won't be enough uh, mail sorting machines. There won't be enough post boxes. Yeah, as long as the few, the tyranny of the few, the dum dums. I'm gonna tell these libtards like, oh, Kamala Harris. She, you know, when they ask Kamala Harris, what are you reading? She doesn't say all of them. So they might they must be out to get me. There goes the party of personal responsibility. If the party of personal responsibility ever took responsibility for themselves, I might have a freaking aneurysm. That's for sure. I might faint. I would I would definitely faint. So here we go again. It's not that Sarah Palin, you know, I might really faint. Think about it. If this were, if the Republican Party, if they really were the party of personal responsibility and this dumb chicken air Swanson fortune asshole said, um, Sarah, how could you get good press like Kamala Harris? And Sarah Palin said, you know what? Maybe I would get good press if I had studied and prepared. And maybe if I had a little bit of self-awareness when the Republican grifters came up to Alaska and said, you know what, Sarah Palin, you fit the suit. We need somebody to get the dum-dums to vote for John McCain. We need somebody who, you know, pretends good Make us look like we're a part, a big tent party. And, and I, if I had any, if I was really 
taking responsibility and uh, if you know we lived up to our party of personal responsibility moniker i would say oh i'm sorry i'm just oh, that's that that position is way over my head i can barely do this goddamn town small town mayor shit or governor i don't know what am i mayor governor who knows? It doesn't matter. All of the, all that I know is that I all I do is distribute these checks I get, these socialist checks to the town and that's about it and I cut a ribbon every now and then. But being the vice president, possibly the president, one heartbeat one 78-year-old cancer survivor's heartbeat away from the presidency, no thanks. Because I'm a member of the party of personal responsibility. And we take responsibility for ourselves. And when we fail so epically that Sarah, that, that uh, Saturday Night Live m- spoofs us by using our v- own words, they don't even have to write a script. They just said what we said, what, what came out of my mouth. And they and it and it was hilarious because everybody knew it's it is what it is. The Republicans are way over their head. I mean, that's when I would I would faint. I would have at least I would have some respect for them if they really were the party of personal responsibility. No, they're the party of professional victims. That's the exact opposite of personal responsibility. Maybe, Sarah Palin, you would get good press like Kamala Harris if you weren't such a damn dumb bitch. Not a victim. You're not a victim, honey. Better press. Um, For instance, you know, I'm all about all of our freedoms, including the Second Amendment. And I would not, um, for instance, say... What is wrong with Tucker Carlson's eyebrows and that stupid look of confusion he constantly has? I, I feel like we need... If anybody should be walking around with a look of confusion, it's us. Normal people. Saying, what the F... How the hell did this happen? That a bunch of grifters and con men are walking around with a look of confusion. What are they confused about? We're confused. I'm goddamn confused. How a bunch of con men walk around like they're goddamn patriots. How they have the balls to do that. How dare you? That should be the look of every true American, not him. What the fuck is he confused about? He's what? He he got his uh he didn't get his trust fund check this week. Son of a bitch. Is he still wondering where he put his stupid bow ties? Jesus Christ. A yeah, you know, mandatory gun compass which is what the Democrats are rooting for. And then- what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. It's getting cursy around here. Mandatory gun. Well, if, when in doubt, go to the 
the the Republican Tourette syndrome. What is it? Not syndrome. Syndrome. Trigger Republican Tourette's. When in doubt, just go, you know, Second Amendment and gun control and and, uh, Liptard and Snowflake and uh, guns and caravans and sanctuary cities and garner better press um for instance you know i'm all about all of our freedoms including the second amendment and well, i would not oh, I um, know. for instance say yeah you know mandatory gun confiscation what? which is what the democrats are rooting for and, yeah, and, and that's pulling it. for um i would never have gone there in order to get that good coverage and yeah tucker i would have gotten a lot better coverage had i compromised um my convictions had I um, decided that I was just going to go with the flow in order to get that uniparty um, uh, liberal coverage, uh, th- that would have been so much better. Yeah, oh, you're so, it's so sad how they, they picked on you. Because you're such a great American. You know, here's the same, the party, all right, let's remember who the, we're talking about. The this is Sarah Palin. Let's get uh here we go. I'm trying to find Tina Fey's Saturday Night Live spoof, where they take her own goddamn words right out of her mouth. Come on, where is it? Hmm, nothing is loading. Tina Fey. Well, anyway, whatever. I wish I had it. This is why I say become a patron. Because then I could say while I'm talking, the producer can find the goddamn thing. Here we go. Let's see. After this ad. Bum, 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 bum. Wait a minute. PG-13, exclusively on Apple TV+. Here we go. And now, part four of Katie Couric's interview with Alaska Governor Sarah Palin. Wait a minute. Governor Palin, thank you for agreeing to talk with me one more time. Oh, hey, you know, sure. (laughs) Did you enjoy your week in New York City? You know, I did, Katie, and I wasn't sure I would at first. New York is, of course, home to the liberal media elite, but Todd and the kids had a great time going to the Central Park and and the FAO Schwarz and that goofy Evolution Museum. So it sounds like the trip was a success. Well, there were some funny moments. For instance, I had 15 to 20 false alarms where I thought I saw Osama bin Laden driving a taxi. (laughs) All right, that's not the right one, but you get the point. I was trying to find the one where they just used her voice, her actual words. So, all right, here we go. I'm looking at the chat. No more super chats. Okay, good. Be like that. I was going to say, 
maybe I need to thank people. But clearly, not. No, I do. I need to thank you all for being, for meeting me every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern, for liking and sharing the show with your friends. That's how we're going to grow. My frustration comes from the fact that we're not growing fast enough for my liking. But we'll get there. One day we'll look back and say, remember when? All right. The other thing, I just while we were listening to that, I was looking up Sarah Palin. Uh, I think we talked about this before. How Sarah Palin? Uh, you're talking about a bunch of grifters, the party of grifters. That's who they are. And she's saying she <clears throat> she would never prostitute herself. Not only. She's been throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. And she's failed. But I just want to remember, I just want to go down memory lane a little bit about Sarah Palin and her family getting into a family, a fistfight up in Alaska. They went to a house party. And remember, let's just... Not just remember. Let's play the old game of what if. What if Obama? What if the Obamas went into uh, a house party? They went to a house party and it ended up into a, a, a friggin' brawl. They went in a... First of all, they went to this house party in a stretch limo. Come on. Obviously a rental. Are you that tacky? Yes, you are. That's the Palins. A bunch of white trash. This is white privilege in a nutshell. The Obamas could never get away with something like that. But Sarah Palin and her family? Yeah. Oh, great Americans. Trump. Different wives cheating on his wives with his next trophy wife. Cheating on his wife with porn stars. Yeah. If Obama, you know, Obama, one wife, one baby mama. Could you imagine if Obama had three marriages with, with different women who were getting younger and younger than him. And then it came out that he was also banging a porn star while his wife was home with recovering with their newborn baby, recovering from childbirth. There you go. That's the Republican Party in a nutshell. Different rules for different people. They can get Social Security and Medicare and, and, and all kinds of benefits from the social safety net. It's all for them. But anybody else takes it, they're taking advantage. This is who they are. I'm trying to find a good article on the Sarah Palin. I mean, everything that they do, they're so full of shit. Yeah, oh, it's 
Not that you are an idiot, Sarah Palin, who doesn't know anything about history, reality. I mean, what, what, what about, remember her talking about Paul Revere? Holy shit. Saying that, oh, we all remember Paul Revere ringing those bells. Wait a Hello, minute. Hello, and welcome to a new project. This is a news channel that really is a lot more than news. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to a new project. This is a news channel ah. that really is a Why lot more than news. Why does it do that? News. This is a community where we're going to be able to share ideas and discuss the issues of the day, and we're going to find solutions. Are you tired of the media filters? Well, I am. I always have been. So we're going to do something about it. Yeah. To we're going to take money from your dumb pockets. My terms and All right, whatever. Where was the other one? Sarah Palin. Hold on. Why doesn't it fucking do that? Every time I change pages, it's supposed to stay on the page, but so while it's playing, I'm trying to get the next thing ready, and it's not doing it. It's not working. All right, what am I saying? I'm just looking at the time. We don't have a lot of time. Sarah Palin fist fight. Okay. Here we go. This should be good. From The Guardian. Alaska police released details of a drunken brawl involving the Palin family. Anchorage authorities announced on Thursday that they do not plan to press charges over a drunken street brawl involving the family or former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin. How could you get good press, Sarah, from that media that's so mean to you? How about you stop going to house parties with your entire family in a stretch limo and you stop getting into drunken brawls with the host. There you go. Here's an idea. What kind of family is this? Trash. That's what it is. Trash. The police released a detailed report about the fracas which occurred at a party at the house of Corey Klingenmeyer on, on 6th of September. Officers responded to a dispatch about 22.44 hours, about 10.44, to a disturbance in which about 20 people were involved. When the officers arrived, Palin's eldest son, Track, who had blood around his mouth and his hands, appeared to have an injury under his left eye and upper cheek, and he wasn't wearing a shirt was being walked towards a white, a long white limousine by several people. Of course it was white. The limousine. So they rented a stretch limo, a white stretch limo. You know, classy. Real classy. And got into a fist fight with, with a party that they weren't invited to. They just showed up. They were like, oh... Corey Klingenheimer is having a party. Let's crash it. Palin's 23-year-old daughter, Bristol, whom Officer Blake said smelled of alcohol, was there as well. From his statement, Track Palin, who Officer Daly had a hard, said had a hard time calming down because he was angry and intoxicated, 
The family were out celebrating Todd Palin's birthday and decided to go to another party. And here is the end of the show. For real. Alright guys, my name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And remember, we will win. We are on the right side of history, the right side of humanity, the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. And we will win. So, support the liberal media, the real liberal media. My name is Tara Devlin. Hopefully, I will see you during the week. Become a patron, and I will do a show on Monday. Okay? How's that? I'll see you really soon. All right. We'll keep going. Where are you? That's the end of the show for real. But for us, let's just wrap up this. Let's wrap it up. You guys are great. Banterboard says, nice talking with everyone. It's great, right? Guys, become not just a patron, but join our Discord page. And you can all stay in touch in between shows. And thank you. Thank you, Ted, for hanging out. Thank you, Paradu. Thank you, Lee. In New York City. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Andrea. And Zenny, I know that it goes too fast. It really does. But actually, we're going to wrap it up now. I, I think it's best. <laughs> it's best. We leave you hanging. Thank you, Steve. And somebody needs to become a patron by tomorrow or be- between now and um, Monday. And I'll do a show on Monday night. How's that sound? And we can read, we'll read from this book, which hopefully I'm going to try to spend, I'm going to try to read tomorrow, the, read the whole thing, Twilight of Democracy, The Seductive Lore of Authoritarianism. And we'll read some of that. We'll talk about that. That'll be good. We need to, eh, it's really, really, what I read already is... When I was reading it, I was like, everybody needs to read this book. So maybe by reading some of it, it will get the word out. You guys will, I don't know. I think everybody needs to know about it. That's why. We are, it is for real. We're up against it. All right, my friends. Thank you very much. I I actually have to, the thing that happens on Saturdays is now I have to get the show ready for progressive voices it takes time it's annoying so i have to cut it up and give it to them in pieces and i have to do it's a lot of a lot of stuff that has to happen after the show all right guys remember please become a patron and if you can i understand if you can't join us on discord and i will Hopefully, if somebody becomes a patron, I will see you Monday.